free. So this is kind of just a bonus break-in episode here. It will release sometime uh, during the week. Won't be on the regular schedule. It's a bonus episode. My first bonus episode, everybody. But um, I'm on here. I was kind of encouraged to get on here today because it is Thursday, January 27th or 28th, something like that. 27th, I believe. Yes, 28th. 28th. Okay. January 20th. That's here's Orlando. Orlando's on the mic today. And we're doing this bonus episode because we're in the midst of this whole GameStop trading fiasco. I don't even know how, I don't know what it's going to be titled. I'm sure it'll have a, a real name in the future. Yeah. But, um, so he wanted me, this is a financial podcast. So he wanted me to come on and say a few words. I've had a lot to say about it online, on social media, and um, because I've had, you know, I've not given investment advice, but I've given um, investing knowledge and education. And I know a lot of people on this podcast are new to investing, have invested a little bit or haven't even quite started yet because you're still researching and learning or talking to coaches. But this whole scenario has gotten on my last nerve. So <laughs> explain a little bit of, of, of what happened. Okay, so. I'm not going to go real deep into it. I'm going to share some links again on some people that did really good jobs of explaining it. But basically what has happened is when um, Maurice was on here, we talked about options and shorts and, and, and buying stock like stock itself. So there's a bunch of different ways that you can invest. And what happened was you had some big hedge funds that um, participated in shorting so it's it's I don't know if you say buying shorts or um, investing in shorts, but they were sh they were going to short GameStop. And in the end, that was going to hurt GameStop already, obviously, was hurting a little bit. Their stock price was low, but it was going to really hurt them um, in the future and their um, availability to move forward and access more capital. And so they were basically betting against them and betting for them to lose. And um, I don't know who is aware of Reddit, but Reddit is a another, I guess, falls under social media site. Would you? Yeah, it's, it's a, like a forum. Yeah, for, social media forum better. Yeah. Like that old Google, Google used to have one similar. But anyway, this is Reddit. It's owned by uh, Venus Williams, uh, Serena Williams' husband. What's his name? Okay. Great I question. I can't think of his name. Oh, Olympian. Well, the daughter's name is Olympia. Olympian. She's named after the, the father. But anyway, it's um, Serena Williams' husband owns Reddit. It's his forum. And apparently there's a group on um, Reddit that is a stock investing group. And somebody found the short and saw what these huge hedge fund investment companies were doing. They... They came together in their group and they decided that they were going to kind of reverse their actions, the shorts, by driving the price up instead of down. And they were going to get a bunch of people together to do this because what happens are that hedge funds and these huge investment firms, they have millions of dollars. They have millions and billions of dollars to play with from individual wealthy people that invest with them or um, they manage funds funds such as like your 401ks if you work for a company you have a 401k those 
funds that the companies are collecting from you are assigned to some of these comp these hedge funds and these investment companies. So they have millions of dollars to play with. And when they take an action, so you've heard me talk about in cryptocurrency, we call them whales. When people who have a lot of access, a lot of money, a lot of capital, when they do thing do things in the investing world, in the crypto world, it causes a wave in the um, financial world because they have so much money. They, by themselves, they are a, per a percentage of the market. So even though it's just one person or one group doing something, if they have a lot of access, a lot of capital, you will see it versus Orlando and I buying five, 10, 20, even a hundred shares, it's unnoticeable. Yeah, it's not really going there, to move, Yeah, there's, there's no ripple effect because yeah. we don't have the funds to do a lot that, that you necessarily would notice. So anyway, so the hedge funds, I think it was, believe it was two of them, Goliath and somebody else, but they got together and they shorted GameStop. A question I am still going to figure out because I read everything between the lines. I want to know why they went for GameStop. GameStop. Yeah, that's a great um, question. Yeah, I haven't. I've read so many reports about this, but I haven't seen. Did they have? Was it a personal issue that they were going for GameStop? Was it um, coincidental? I don't. I don't really know why. But mm. you I'm, know, the political answer is that you know covid or whatever but no no <laughs> why did you choose that kind i don't know yeah. somebody gained stop slept with somebody else's wife I, I don't know what the back end story is but anyway they targeted gamestop so in reddit somebody saw this what was happening they it's not a very difficult mathematical equation to do but they did the math and they said hey if we can collectively do this action if we can get this many people to do this action which was buy the stock and drive the price up um it will hurt their position shorting gamestop and so i'm not on that uh, the reddit group but they the, the little back background on the reddit mm -hmm. is reddit is heavily uh used by gamers and things oh, like that okay so of course you know uh gamestop is one so of they took it up like they took it personally <laughs> almost yeah, <laughs> they, yeah 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 that yeah. was their that was their store that was their company obviously they yeah, use GameStop. a lot of them work there a lot of them just okay gamestop has a little place in their heart even though gamestop be bsing with uh with the buyback programs it's all good because we just know that's like a part like a lot of, a lot of us uh we would just go to the mall and play games at GameStop if we couldn't afford to uh, mm. to actually play the whole thing. So it's just, it has a little sentimental value for a lot of people. Okay. And Especially I believe and then, it. And then, you know, of course, jobs uh, and everything Sila, like that. Sila, you know, if if I would take her, she'd love to be a GameStop. At least <laughs> GameStop once a day, once yeah. a week. Um, okay, so. It kind of started a ripple effect, it seems like. Yeah, so they went, they were going to short GameStop. It was going to put GameStop in a very bad financial uh situation worse than what they were already experiencing yeah. and the potentially Reddit, bank bankrupt them yep, bankrupt because them. uh the shorts were what, over about, more than the value of the company by like 30 percent or something like yeah. that right like something crazy yeah yeah it was gonna make them negative and negative. so when they had to pay all that out it was basically gonna yep ruin the company so now reddit they they came together and so it started with Reddit um, and their group. And so they all collectively went in and bought GameStop um, stock. 
But at some point, because I'm in a bunch of groups too. So once you start reading charts and understanding how to read charts, it started coming up on a lot of people's charts um, with buy signals. So the word was spreading, first of all, outside of Reddit, because people who were actually in that forum probably spoke to other people or it leaked to other social media sites. So it started spreading that way, as well as once the prices started rising, it's going to trigger a lot of people's um, investing charts. So depending on the, the way that people have their investment charts set, then they started receiving triggers. Hey, buy, buy, buy. So now you have the Reddit group is buying and you have the rest of the investing world uh, looking at this stock to buy as well. So now you've got a bunch of people buying. So even though Reddit was only going for a, um, a certain dollar amount, and I don't know what that exact dollar amount was, but they were going to, they, they were pushing for it to raise, to raise the price, the value of the stock up to a certain dollar amount. And my belief is they, they like doubled it at least. They almost tripled it. Okay, tripled it's it. It's almost 400. It went from literally $4 to like 442 as we're making a video, I believe. Okay. So Orlando has got the notes in front of him. I'm just speaking off the top of my head. So <laughs> I'm glad he's on the mic because uh-huh. I, I'm i more irritated about this part. This is the part that has Oh, yeah, the response. The let's, bugging let's talk about me. The response. Yeah, this is just bugging me to death. And everybody's trying to calm me down, but I don't like it. I, I, people were playing by the rules, right? They're playing by the rules that America has currently in place. They're playing by the rules that the hedge companies and the funds and the investment managers have always played by. So the rules aren't changing they, or they haven't changed. Right. What? What the retail, which are the street investors, what the retail investors, what the Reddit groups did was completely legal. As of the time and the day they did it, it was 100% legal. They did nothing wrong, nothing illegal. They beat the hedge funds. At their own game. They beat them at their own game. Okay, so that's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. You got beat at your own game. The fact that you've been playing this um, unethical game for so long and winning at it and had no problem with it. You know, it, it is what it is. You've played the game a thousand times and you've won it a thousand times and everybody else lost. And it was just like, Hey, pick up your marbles and go home. So now this instance, they lose, they bet and they lose. And there's all this backlash, like all this government back, all this legal and government backlash. It's, it's, it's a, bit of a mixture um because as, as we were about to say uh gme not gme that's the stock name uh robin hood webull mm-hmm. all the regular traders have straight up just stopped so um, a ameritrade was the first one i saw and i yeah. have an ameritrade account but i don't have the notifications on my phone mm-hmm. all my notifications i don't have robin hood i don't have any notifications <laughs> on my phone i just don't like them popping up Right. And I'm not a day trader or a swing trader at this point, so I don't really have to have them. So I first saw it, the Ameritrade warning. Um, I think it was Jamar. So Jamar James, you know, one of my trading investing gurus from DCG. I saw it first pop up. He shared a screenshot of the Ameritrade warning that said that they were stopping all trades. 
And I knew it applied to me because I have an account, but I, I hadn't opened my account and I don't have the notifications on. So first it started with Ameritrade and then it spread. Then it was this, then it was Robin Hood and it was this, and everybody started freezing the trades. So you couldn't buy, you couldn't, so you couldn't do anything. They just locked everybody out. Okay, that's, you, I, you know, immediately when that happened, I'm thinking the SEC should be investigating them. Like, right. You, you can't just freeze everybody out because one company is winning or the hedge fund is losing or the retail investors are winning. Like, I don't, I don't even know what upset them more. I don't know if it was because the, the normal world was winning. Yeah. And in America, yeah, in America, us normal people, we're not supposed to win We're you're supposed to stay in the class you're born into. Hmm. at best get worse yeah so i hate to break that news to you but america is not banking on you moving out of the class that you were born in and robin hood was even accused of, of, of forcing people to sell their a lot of their uh sh- shares of um gamestop specifically like when? they today earlier in, in, in today they were there were a lot of tweets hmm. and a lot of people posting screenshots of um a sale that they were trying to cancel. They said, we didn't, we didn't authorize the sale. And Robin hood was like, Oh, well it's, you're selling the stock now. Like it's, yeah, they're, see, they're in a lot of deep trouble at the moment. Now this is, this is what ticked me off. I have a Robin hood account. I don't have a lot in Robin hood, but I do have a Robin hood account with a couple stocks. None of the stocks that I own are associated with games. They're not GameStop and they're not even associated with GameStop. And even though I saw that they were coming up on the charts and I saw buy actions for them, I didn't participate. I, it wasn't in my plan to purchase. I had other stuff going on the last couple of days and just stocks. Stock investing was not on my to-do list. So when they, when Ameritrade, which I have accounts with, and Robinhood, who I have accounts with, decided to freeze all um, actions, all trading, I'm doubly pissed off like i'm not even involved in this why why are my accounts frozen what if what if three weeks ago i plan to sell some of my positions because tomorrow i planned on buying a car for cash or something what do i have to do with what's happening with gamestop and the hedge fund and the reddit groups and the retail other retail buyers i'm one account my purchases and my trades are not going to make a huge difference to anybody. I don't have that much that it's going to cause any type of ripple, but now I've been frozen out of my accounts because basically because the wealthy lost, they gambled and they lost and they're upset and they go crying to the government because now I'm hearing there may be a bailout, which is going to, really anger me if they bail them out well I mean, we'll slow down on that one because there's an article that literally just came out um as we as we're making this uh the aoc you know the super super leftist quote unquote mm-hmm. um they're like oh well y'all lost your stuff it is what it is and ted cruz and a few of the members of the uh the good old party are kind of aligning themselves with the fact i think the fact that robin hood um and all the other stock places Exchanges. stopped trading mm-hmm. it pissed a lot of people off because 
like this bipartisan across the board they're like hold up y'all can't just because stop that's trading so unethical yeah it's it's yeah. unethical it's illegal it's low hand how would anybody why would i ever at this point if i hadn't had accounts there already right why in the world would i ever go open an account there at this point oh we both stop people from opening accounts when okay but when all this blows over yeah. whatever oh, happens yeah, right. whenever when it's two three four weeks whatever it is when it's over and now they want our they want their customers back or they want new customers why in the world would i go open an account with you guys yeah robin hood is gonna take a i don't know if robin hood might survive to be honest robin hood is taking the biggest hit of all of why these. in the world yeah. would i ever go what i yeah. okay you guys can attack robin hood but ameritrade was the first one that's true ameritrade was first and mm. that is a large reputable company People love to jump all over Robin Hood and the Robin Hoods had their issues. I'm not necessarily defending them. Right. But let's be honest. Ameritrade was first. Mm. Amera, short for America. <laughs> Ameritrade was the first one to freeze accounts. Yeah. And I have accounts at Ameritrade as well. What do I have to do with this? And how in the world do you freeze a whole entire country out of their accounts? Because two of your friends or, you know, I don't know what their relationship is, but two of your major account holders or the whales are, they lost. Yeah. We're losing or had lost already. I at don't know at game. what point yeah, lost at their own game. You cannot lock everybody out because your friends are losing yeah. or have lost. So, um, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah. Even, Cause I've heard. Yeah. Stop retail trading. And it, this, you know, this is the kind of the cat out the bag story. It's, it's gone. People yeah. are used to buying and selling and trading their own stocks. Now. Been doing it for years. Yeah. Years, years. <laughs> it's like, that's over. I don't know how you can, especially during the pandemic, pull that back in people. A lot of people spent their stimulus and stuff like that on getting into the stock market. Well, with, a lot of people have been living off of trading. Yeah. They lost their jobs or their, to. you know, their regular business income decreased and they've been trading and making a living off of it. Yes. There's, there's no way they can just stop cold Turkey, but, and the Reddit, I saw some posts, the Reddit people now were calling for their quote unquote sisters and brothers in China and overseas to help us to help them out because yeah. their exchanges weren't frozen. So, they were, you know, I, I don't know anybody personally, so I'm not getting anybody in trouble, but yeah. they were having friends. You know, I got plenty of friends outside the United States, plenty of them. That can have access to. Exactly. Yeah, and true. so I could call somebody I really trust and give them my passwords or, you know, yeah, cryptocurrency doesn't get this type of shutdown. I could always yeah. just yeah. send some cryptocurrency quickly easily without surveillance and without <laughs> you know and just yeah. send it to somebody and have them buy sell or trade something for me so i don't this uh, it's gonna have to reopen eventually mm. they're gonna have to i'm sure they're gonna come up with some other rules yeah we got we got to keep updating on on this because this is a uh, this is this is interesting i i never would have thought that ted cruz and uh maria dang i forgot her last name would ever agree on anything <laughs> but how are you how can you how can you support this? I mean, what is your premise? That's what I want to know. What? Yeah. I had to shut down because what you you're a brokerage house. Yeah, exactly. Like your only job is, is to, to let me trade. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. That your only job. You 
they don't ever take responsibility if I make a bad trade. Yeah. So I can't ever call them and say, hey, I, tr- I sold this too early or I sold it too late or too high or too low. Right. And you didn't freeze my account out for me. So I didn't lose. So now I'm upset. Like, how does that sound? Yeah. The, your Their job is to um, to take action on what I request, whether it's good or bad, whether I make money or lose money. Their job is to complete my, yeah, complete my request. Yeah. So if if that those dumb people tried to short and it was a bad it was a bad call, bad risk, and they got caught up in their BS, then they just got caught in their B and you better not take my tax dollars to bail, to them, bail out. them out. Yeah, no. Nah. I, I honestly the the more I'm looking at these reports, the less I think a bail like a bailout is likely to happen. Well that's good because the bailout was only as of this morning or late last yeah, night. Yeah, so, so it hadn't even been a full twelve hours. We're now to the <laughs> afternoon. Yeah, it's yeah. been not even twelve hours and yeah. they're changing. And I, I I I think the day trade I think if the day trade apps didn't stop um selling, mm-hmm. I think they probably would have been bailed out. But now that everybody's pissed, because you're also locking billionaires out of, you know, whatever they need to do. Well, so, just little old me. I'm yeah. furious. I'm ready yeah. to sue somebody. I, I wasn't Oh, there even, is a class action lawsuit yeah, against Robinhood. I wasn't even in the market. I wasn't looking yeah. to do anything. But the fact that you told me I couldn't for no apparent reason, for mm. nothing I've done. Yeah. I've done nothing. It's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. So this was a breaking news, I guess we'll call <laughs> a this segment, yeah. a breaking news segment where I just wanted to come on and vent about that and you know we'll see what happens it's still this is thursday afternoon and by time this i don't know what time we'll i don't know when we'll release this we'll probably release it tomorrow that. to be okay, honest with well, you well if it comes out tomorrow even by tomorrow by friday it's gonna be different yeah it, the news will be different than when we recorded this thursday early afternoon but so. um yeah so my 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 group my team of you that listen to my little old podcast You've heard me talk about investing and risk and reward and stuff like that. You know, this is not normal, normal behavior. It's somewhat normal, but not normal. It's normal that the wealthy always cheat. That's normal. They do insider trading constantly. The wealthy do so much insider trading. It would just, you couldn't catch your balance if you, before the pandemic, you couldn't catch your balance for your head flipping back and forth at all the insider <laughs> trading that these wealthy people do. I yeah. mean, I hate to generalize it and I know probably not a hundred percent of them do it for sure. But man, when you go That's to Capitol Hill, there's so much insider trading. There's insider trading that happens just at corporations, just every corporation. When you get Pete high ranking officials, unless they have extremely high morals and values and they actually, you know, follow the law just from the goodness of their heart. I guess I can't say because I've never been in that position, but I guess it's very hard not to cheat when you have so much access to information. Yeah, you finally got to leg up. If you don't know what insider trading is, let me just give you a hint. I've been I've been a registered rep before, so I had to take these federal exams to get this license. But um, insider trading is simply when when you do get so high up in a company and insider trading applies to anybody but really when you get high up in companies you are privy to information very confidential information 
you know, weeks, days, months, years before everybody else. So you know that your company is going to take over another company. Maybe your company is looking to buy another company. So, you know, they're in financial trouble. You know, you get all this information that's not necessarily public yet, not to your employees, not to the, to the customers, not to the general public. And when you get this type of information, you are not legally allowed to buy and sell any type of securities around that information you know that's not public yet, okay? So if you find something out and it's not public that everybody else is allowed to know about it yet, but you know, and there is an action, a stock action, trading, investing action that you can take that's going to better you personally, financially, and it probably applies even to businesses. I'm not really sure, but when we took the exam, they talked more about personal. So if it's going to give you personal gain because you have access to information that is confidential and nobody else knows, supposedly this is illegal for you to do. So you can't suddenly sell stock or buy stock when you know there's a future action coming and it's going to give you a financial gain. Now, again, you have to be usually at a certain level to get this type of information. And when you have it, you're not legally allowed to make money off of it. But they do, as you can imagine, it happens all the time. Every day. All the time, constantly. And very few people are ever held accountable for it. So, you know, one of the most famous cases we're going to remember is Martha Stewart. Mm. That's the reason she went to jail. Um and, you know, somebody clearly had it out for Martha because she went to jail, but it happens all well. And then we have, well, I don't know if uh, Trump's guy, if his was considered insider trading. Uh, what's the, he uh, just Kelly Loeffler's was. Yeah, Ke- Kelly's Loeffler's and her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of the, the other guy that was with Trump that just got, he just pardoned him. But yeah, so this stuff happens all the time. And they either get no reprimand at all or they get slap on the wrist or they get these little fines you know they'll get a half million dollar fine on yeah. a 10 million dollar profit yeah so why do i care about a half wrist. a million dollars when i made 10 million dollars mm-hmm. on an Ill- illegal act? like that's yeah that's that, like that's the nothing. commission yeah. like i paid I basically i paid cost the government the commission <laughs> the cost of doing business so anyway yeah. um you know the but fact yeah. that they're going to try to reprimand all traders in the United States for doing something legal. It's part of the game. To protect the Goliaths and the big companies that also did something legal but stupid yeah. and lost. They took a risk. They took a risk. This wasn't even gambling. They took a risk, a bad risk, and they lost. Somebody found out, read the read the charts found out and bet it against them and they lost. So, all right. So like I said, this episode <laughs> will come out shortly. Yeah. This has been some bonus material. You have anything you want to say to close out? Uh, we'll, we'll try and keep you up. Well, we're not a news outlet, but we'll discuss the news that came out around this every, every so often just to, just because it's, it's, it's important and it's big and we don't want, you know, anybody to go make a rastishism without yeah. really understanding what's I going on. I was fired up yesterday. Yeah. And a couple of people kept saying, just Kai, just calm down. This is how America works now. And, and yeah, I understand that. But it's the, I can't calm <laughs> down because it's not right. Yeah. It's, it's I money. don't care. It's not right. And you need it now. So 
Yeah, because I was ready to sue. I'm ready. Yeah. I have an Ameritrade and a Robinhood account. I'm ready to sue. Join the class action lawsuit. That's going. That's coming. A lot exactly. of people. A lot of people will be involved. So you know, but and yeah. Ameritrade. That's yeah. a big one. Yeah. That is a big company. A lot of companies have betrayed the trust of their customers. So we're gonna see what happens. That's what I want to see. I want to see happens. how this is gonna work. All right. This has been an episode of Ready, Set, Free podcast with your host, Kai Wilson. Thank you for joining us on our bonus episode, our Mm -hmm. first bonus episode ever. And um, if this comes out, okay, before Saturday, um, tune in to 92.3 Radio online. Um, 90, 90, let me get it for you. Hold on, hold on, because I want to make sure I give you guys the right information. From 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be on um, Hits 92.3. So it is www.hits923atl.com. So Hits 92.3 Radio, it's an online radio station. I'm going to join um, my friend, um Christopher he is what's his name his radio name I am City hosted by I am City I think it's the I am City show as well but if you go to www.hits923atl.com tomorrow from 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time I will be one of the guests on his show so tune on in if not if you miss it you can always catch the next podcast on monday morning at 6 or 7 a.m 6 a.m 6 a.m thank you guys very much for tuning in like comment share like comment share subscribe click review and everything else ready set free across all um streaming devices and on youtube Thank you so much for joining me. Bye-bye.